Welcome to episode 16 of Tough Men of Faith. I'm R.T. Stringer. I'm here with the Nick. one and only Nick Robertson. Robertson. There's probably like 30 Nick Robertsons in the there, city of Indianapolis. There is, yeah. Uh, I think I Facebooked all of them to see if any of them were as studly as I was. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> they were not. Did you request them as friends? I did not. <laughs> if I ever meet another R.T. Stringer, I'm going to request them as a friend. Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How was it's, your week? It was great yeah. so far. Yeah. How about you? You've been gone a couple of weeks. I have. It's been... been uh been doing good? It's been going good. Good. Yeah. Put in a new floor today. A nice. Laminate floor. I guess. Nice. Yeah. Been doing a lot of squirrel hunting. Are you like practicing in case the podcast doesn't take off? You're going to start doing the flooring business? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the podcast is not paying the bills. So okay. I got you. Yeah. Well, maybe with this next episode, it probably still won't. <laughs> yeah. So this episode, you, you shoot me a text today. Let's record an episode on how to win with your wife. Yeah. And so I just want to, um, I want to go on record though, before we start like diving into this. Yeah. One, this is your episode. <laughs> this is my idea for an your episode. Your idea. And then I told you, I said, hey, I have no time today. Like, I was off the grid today. I didn't have access right. to technology. Well, so I'm thinking, I'm a guy that's been doing this uh, marriage thing six years. You're an expert. I don't know if I'm an expert. I'm just getting started. I'm still in the honeymoon phase. So, <laughs> uh, you know. You've been doing this, what, uh, 17, 18 years? Uh, going on 20. Good night. I know. 20 years. So, I asked a couple of other friends of mine today. One guy had been married 11, 12 years. Yeah. Another friend of mine, 62 years, he said. He's been married 62 years? Yeah. He's an old friend. I was going to say, how old's your friend? Yeah. Older <laughs> than, you know, 80. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Battle Buddies, we yeah. talked about it before. He's a good one. He's 62, seen some things. 62 years. Yeah. He used to be in the Air Force. We should have brought him in here. I, I tried to get him to come, but uh, it was past supper time. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do anything past supper. Okay. Um, well. Yeah, so I always make jokes to him about being in the Air Force back when the Wright brothers were around. <laughs> he doesn't think it's near as funny as I do. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not too old for the Air Force. I mean, Right. Okay. Yeah, Anyways, he, he okay, must have joined when he was 40 or something. Anyway. Yeah, but you have six years in. Yeah, I got six years in. I'm learning on ways to win with my wife. Yeah. I'm sure some of them aren't up to par, I guess, but I'm learning some things. I thought maybe we could share it with the people listening. We could kind of figure out some things, share some ideas, some tips, some tricks, things like that. Sounds anyway. good. So I think how it'll work is yeah. you, ha you have a list of things you've worked on, right? Of ways to win. You go yeah. through your list and I'll be like, Nick, that is a great idea. Or I'll sit over here and judge you. And say, Nick, like, that's stupid. That is a dumb idea. This is, that's you're lucky to have do made that. it six we're years. Like, hey, listeners, don't listen to right. it. And we're not going to edit it out because we want to so. make sure they hear it. Absolutely. Hear it. Yeah. So, okay, so you here we go. I've how, been many, how many on things this. do you have? This so I know, like like seven or eight. That's not bad. Nine. I thought maybe you'd have six, like one for every year or something. No, no, that'd be it. I learned more than one thing a year. <laughs> Number right, one. Let's dive into this. So women are complicated, fragile creatures. This is what I've learned over the last six years. Most men are slightly less complicated. You know, we're easier to win with. You just feed us, you know, clothe us, compliment us occasionally, support us, love us, and on occasion, love us a little extra. You know, we're pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? A woman should do a podcast on this. How to win with your husband. I just gave you all the ways right there. I just feel like we're already going downhill when we just started. Like, we're not going downhill. We just right. hit on all the very important parts. Anyway, yeah. I, I was thinking about this a little bit. A hundred years ago, well, 102 years ago, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but 102 years ago, women's voices didn't matter when it comes to voting, or at least our country's leaders, that's how they felt about it. Mm -hmm. um, 
101 years ago, that changed. In 1920, women could finally vote. The 19th Amendment was ratified. And I was got to thinking about that earlier today. Does your home practice the 19th Amendment? Women want their voices to be heard. And I'm thinking about number one way that I try to win with my wife is to let her know that her voice has been heard. That when she makes her opinions, it's clear to me and it matters to me. And I think that that helps build her self-esteem. It's kind of like that whole line, happy house, happy spouse. I like it. All right. Your wife wants to be heard. Yeah. She wants to be heard. I I think most women want to be heard. So that kind of segues me into time spent. Is this number two? This is number two. Number two. Number two. Time spent. Quality time, undivided attention time, no phone, no TV, no distractions, just actual quality time spent with my wife. You know, whether you have kids, jobs, you're running a business, pastor at a church, you know, you want to show your wife that she is as or more important to you as those other distractions that you have in life. Is that number two? That was number two. All right. So let's talk. Can we talk about that one just real quick? Yeah, please. All right. So quality time. So here's where I'm really guilty. Yeah. Is my cell phone. I'm the same way. Like when I'm with my wife yeah. and if I have my phone. So I, I gave this line the other night. I don't listen to much music, but my daughters, I have three daughters. Yeah. They're like country music crazies. Like nice. they listen to it all the time. And my wife's the same way. So it's like constant country music in my house. Okay. Well, I don't even, like our listeners may know, there's some line in a song where I'm trading, I'm trading hours on my phone for sunsets with my wife. Okay. Have you heard that? I haven't. Okay. It's a country music song. I heard the line. Okay. So I thought. I'm going to use this as my own. Right? Right. I'm just going to plagiarize this and going to use it. <laughs> Set with my wife. We went out together a couple nights ago. It's like yeah. walking downtown on the canal. Sunset. I said, you know what, baby? <laughs> I said, I'm trading hours on my phone tonight for a sunset with you. Uh, but here's you, what happened. Did you melt her? No, she knows. She knows the song. Okay. Blake's here is pulling up the song. Country Again by Thomas Rhett. Do you know the song? I haven't heard the song. All right. Well, I don't listen to much country either. Oh, okay. Well, I, but I love that line. Yeah. But then it's so true. Right. And the reason he had to put it in there is because he's probably been guilty of it as well. I can't believe you didn't melt her when you said the line while you're walking into the sunset with your wife. I guess it takes more than that after 20 years. Uh, it probably melted her. I just, I didn't okay. want to, you know, didn't want to go into me de- details here. Six year marriage guy? It would have melted her. Let me tell you what I'm trying not to do tonight. Go ahead. I have one goal tonight, one big goal. Not to get in trouble. I went to dinner with my wife tonight before I came here. She said, yeah. what are you, Nick, talking about? I said, how to win with your wife. I said, Nick's coming up for all the ideas. I said, I'm just showing up, and I'm going to say whether I like him or not. She said, Nick's going to get in trouble. Yep. And then implied, don't get in trouble with him. That's actually very good advice. So, so my goal tonight is let you talk. Okay, great. And try not to let you get in trouble. So, But I like that one. Spend quality you. time. The other thing, you know, because she told me, she goes, you want to, she gave me some of her thoughts. Yeah. One of them was spend time with him. Yeah. But do things that she wants to do, uh, even if you don't like it. I don't think that's good advice, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you can let Karen know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not getting in trouble here. <laughs> so I was thinking about this a little bit. Um, the Bible doesn't lay out a step-by-step for family relationships, but looking at Scripture, we can find some general principles for prioritizing. And, you know, kind of going into it, God should be at the top of your priorities, then your spouse, then your children, then your parents, then your business, then your, you know, and the list just keeps going. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of problems that we get ourselves into is we change the order of that list around. You know, we put God at the top or sometimes God's not at the top. And we put our kids before our spouse or we put our parents or other people before our spouse and our kids. And just make sure you don't upset the order of that list. Yeah, that's a good one because, you know, I'm hitting that 20-year mark. And so you see a lot of couples that separate at 20 years. Yeah. 
And so what happens is you have kids right. and then sports and activities your kids are in. And so all of a sudden you're no longer spending time with your spouse and yep. you no longer know your spouse. Right. And so the kids move out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't even know my spouse right. anymore. Who are you? I haven't spent time with them. Yeah. It, it's been one of the, the best things my wife and, and I have done um, over the last few years is that we've committed to having a, a regular date night. Nice. And then also taking a weekend away, just the two of us, with the kids. Yeah. And it's hard because at times you feel bad, but right. I now have teenagers. Yeah. And there's nights I don't even see my kids because they're right. out playing sports with friends. And, oh, yeah. You know, mom and dad are sitting at home. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I love that. That's great. Keep yeah. the order. You know, God has to be at the top, yep. your spouse, then your children. And your children need to see you putting your spouse above them. Absolutely. They need to see you loving their mom. Yep. And your spouse needs to see you loving the kids. I yeah. think that's probably a huge one. You know, Karen brought that up. Did you? I'm gonna if you hit on any of hers, I'll bring them up and let you know. Okay, great. She said how to win with your wife. She said, I love it when I see you spend time with our daughters. Nice. She goes, So a wife loves it when she sees her husband taking the kids out, spending time with them, yeah. Nerf doing with the kids. Yeah. Wrestling with your kids. Nerf Wars, yeah. It's actually really funny sometimes. I've seen you. You have, like, full-on wrestling matches with your daughters. Well, like, j- it just seems one. like punches are just about to be thrown. Only one I throw punches okay. with. Okay. Yeah, and it, it's more we're, we're training to be a UFC Yeah, fighter. we might have to edit that part out. Um, they have gloves on and lots of pads. <laughs> it's not abuse. No, it's, 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 <laughs> it's definitely not abuse. She it's, keeps coming back for it. Yeah, it's training. And listen, she's busted my lip several times. I get like, it. I mean, yeah. she's, she's, she's tough. She's throwing blood as well, so right. it's... She will come up and slug me in the hallway on occasion when I see her, and I'm like, that hurts. (laughs) If I didn't have the respect that I have for your mother and father, I'd punch you right back. (laughs) All right, so point number three. Isn't this point four? I don't know. All right, let's just go. The guys aren't caring what number. They're just wanting this great advice. Give more and expect less. Kind of goes back to being a contributor and a consumer. Okay. Your time, your gifts, your love, your attention. Give more of it. Expect less in return and watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Wives will reciprocate. Um, yeah. When they feel like they're being fulfilled, they will come back and reciprocate and try and fulfill you as well. What do you mean by that, Nick? I could dive into the details <laughs> if you'd like. Um, I I, uh, I agree with that. That's a great point. Maybe do the stupid love language quiz. I did it. Yeah? What's your love language? My love language? Uh, gift giving. So you like getting gifts? I love giving gifts. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. So if you ever want to get me a gift. But my wife's is words of affirmation. Okay. That's a hard one for me to remember to do. Mm-hmm. I appreciate everything that she does. I mean, she's phenomenal. But I don't always think to tell her how phenomenal I think she is. And she needs that. You know, I think a lot of women need that, actually. Yeah. My wife brought that up tonight at dinner. She goes, you need to tell the guys they need to find out what the love language is for their wife. You know, I should have just texted her today instead of texting you, you and just asked her. Yeah, what she, she would have, she would have put input. Yeah, um, she told me she goes, but un- unfortunately, which I already knew this about her. Yeah, she goes, my love language is every single one of them. Oh, great! So, so I don't know what the others are, but you need to buy more gifts and <laughs> yeah. do words of affirmation. <laughs> so, point four, I was thinking, women need praise. They need to be uplifted and encouraged. Maybe I shouldn't say it this way. I'm not a wordsmith, but maybe they need to be coached a little, but like in a positive way led, you know, by their husbands they want, or women will appreciate a confident but soft-hearted leadership mm-hmm. in their home and from their husband. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't talk to Karen? Because yeah, the, the other one she Don't told me. she hit on this too. She said that, that women like to be praised. Yeah. And she said even in front of others. Yeah. And she said the opposite of that is don't put them down. And yeah. Like Not don't even... make them look stupid in front of someone else. Yeah. And or... uh, something I've learned over six years, don't even do it in a joking way. 
She said that. She said, don't be sarcastic. Right. She said, if um, don't be sarcastic to yeah. put me down in front of someone right. else. Sarcasm got me into the relationship, but it's not going to sustain the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. So uh, Okay, yeah, so that's good. So praise, give them praise. Don't yeah. put them down. Yeah, uplift them, you know, encourage them, yeah. lead them in the right direction. Uh, find a hobby together. You know, something that you both enjoy doing and make time for it. Like you said a few minutes ago, you guys made a commitment to date night and one trip a year together. I think that's a great commitment. You guys work out together? No. Really? No, that's like, okay. if Karen and I try working out together, we yeah. have in the past. It doesn't work? We don't talk for weeks. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. You. It's not quite that bad. <laughs> right. But no, we've, <laughs> we've learned. But no, do you, and, do you and Rachel have a hobby together? Uh, no, we don't, okay. but we need one. Karen and I walk a lot together, so yeah. that'd be our hobby. So we'll walk. About seven or eight o'clock every night. Are you asking? Yeah. Have you been like, what are you doing? Like standing in my backwoods watching? Or? Funny thing. Oh boy. Rachel's got one of those iWatches, Apple Watches. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. She's tracking us. Yeah. So every time your wife finishes a workout, yeah. Generally around eight, nine o'clock at night. That's when we go walking together. You know what my wife says? RT and Karen out walking. That's not what she says. Oh, okay. RT and Karen just got their workout in, in quotations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she makes us little. Quick joke about it, about every night, 8 or yeah. 9 o'clock. Healthy I have marriage. I laugh every night. Yeah. Because it's funny. Well, I'm winning with my wife every night. <laughs> we knew that about you. <laughs> it shows us on a watch. <laughs> All right, so let's go on. That What was the main point there? I, I've totally lost it now. Well, find something, you know, to a do hobby together. or something okay, that you yep. want to do together. So I know our hobby? Yeah, right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I wanted to touch on one subject. It's a little touchy. Okay. Um, maybe some conviction for a lot of men, though. I just kind of want to be real about it. Two of the biggest things, biggest tools I think the devil uses to disrupt marriages is the sin of sex before marriage and pornography. I think comparing your wife with things you've seen or experienced with someone else is a one-way street to disrupting a marriage. I just think it sets an unnatural standard in your mind that is most likely something your wife will not want to be measured up to. I gave this a lot of thought today, and I just, there's so many roads leading you in the wrong direction. It's really easy to take one of them. You know, I think you've uh, said it in the past. There's, there's always a bus or a train ready to take you in a different direction yep. or the wrong direction. I think this here is a huge one that a lot of today's men need to hear and understand. That is your wife. Uh, you swore before God that you'd love her until death do you part. Don't compare her to other people, other women, other ideas. You know, keep that sanctity of your marriage and your home. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And I think at some point on an episode, we'll, we'll dive into that subject. Yeah. Um, just so you guys know, you know, one of the things we try to do on this podcast is point to resources. Yeah. A book just came out uh, by a guy named Ray Ortland called The Death of Porn, Men of Integrity, Building a World of Nobility. Hmm. So The Death of Porn, Men of, Men of Integrity. be a really good book. It's the best book I've ever read on that topic. Really? Best book I've read probably this year. Oh, that's great. So encourage you guys to get that. And we may even spend an episode some point in the future talking through some yeah. things in that book. Okay. So, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of comparing of wives to those two things. Just, you need to get that out of there. Yep. Get it out of your head, put it out. Yeah, and you probably that. need help to get through that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where you need a battle yeah. buddy, you need some others to get. Right, yeah, you know, lean on somebody. Yeah, um, true. So that's about all that I've got. I was also re- doing a little reading today, Ephesians 5.22 and 5.25. Wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord. And husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Yeah. You want to win with your wife? Read those two. When you forget it, read it again. 
That was good, Nick. At the beginning, you mentioned you talked to a couple guys today. Yeah. I, I don't know if you, I don't think you said it, but did they give you any advice? Like they did. So how, I asked, how they uh, with their wife. I asked both of them for advice on how to win with your wife. Uh, one guy married eleven years. You know what his answer was? Let's hear it. Respect, mutual respect for each other. Yeah. I asked the guy married sixty-two years. I'm interested to hear this. He said mutual respect. Did he? He did. He said he gave me a long-winded answer though because older folks tend to do that. He said, uh, treat each other as a lady and a gentleman. Don't raise your voice or your hand to her. He actually gave me some really good advice. When you get upset with her, talk quieter. He said, she will have to hear. She will have to be quiet to hear what you have to say. And I thought that was really good advice for me because I generally raise my voice when I get upset. Okay. He said, uh, men are naturally more selfish thinking about themselves. And women are naturally nurturers in thinking about others. And he said that in most cases, he loses their arguments because of that. And I thought that was really good advice. Does he still argue after 62 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he okay. loves a good argument, he said. Okay. He said he just does it quieter. <laughs> he gets quiet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so really good advice from Don. Really good advice from Joe. And some really good advice from Nick tonight. Some, yeah, mediocre advice from Mediocre, Nick some okay advice from Yeah, Nick I'm not going to get in trouble. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe a little trouble, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, anything else to add? I think that's all I got right now. It was good. I'm going to add some things to my list over the coming weeks, though. We'll come back to this this. list. Okay. For when I need to refer to it. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Well, appreciate you guys joining us for Tough Men of Faith. Uh, Look for another episode to drop next Thursday. Great. See you all next time.